Well, hi there, and welcome to the ATS podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Salisbury, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Uh, today, on episode 52, we are talking about uh, breathing techniques for uh, athletic performance. Mm-hmm. Again, we generate a bunch of our topic prompts with chat gpt as probably everyone does uh, and i quite like it because it gives us like probably controversial topics like we would probably never talk about stuff that or, seems silly because we would just be like well no or i suppose it gives us stuff that is not our day-to-day run-of-the-mill things that we get up to but we also oh yeah nobody asks have us. like thought about yeah yeah nobody asks no, no one asks about it but <laughs> Every now and again, it will come up as a hot take of breathing through your nose for athletic performance, and you have to tell them they're fucking stupid. Yeah, what else is dumb about breathing? Oh, those fucking altitude masks, they never seem to die off. I fucking love those. Yeah. As if as if you um, can literally uh, imagine the although, fucking... what was it recently that came up and we're like, there's finally a use for it? Oh. I can't remember now. That's going to trigger me so hard. The uh, I was like, imagine the audacity to think that you can somehow harness the environmental like the environmental physiology adaptations of the people who live in like Nepal just by yeah. wearing some piece of shit plastic mask essentially just yeah. like a B&Q respirator yeah like if you had a rebreather on or something like that fair play but like do it like as in if you had like a tank with however much less oxygen it is yeah further so... up then that might work, but like so. So a quick summary for people: the 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 meme is that the <clears throat> respirate like classic quote unquote altitude masks typically work by restricting your ability to inhale oxygen. Like if you've ever a, a, a great example, just make a a kind of semi closed fist in front of your mouth right now, and then try breathe in through it. Like it is harder to breathe in, and you have to suck harder. Like. That that is not why altitude causes oxygen sickness. <laughs> like <laughs> altitude causes oxygen sickness because in in a in a cubic I don't know centimeter meter whatever you're measured preferred who cares uh, in your perfectly average cubic six inches. Uh, yeah, decimeters cubed. Yeah, the oxygen the amount of little oxygen molecules flying around is less. Like, so it's not that the air is harder to suck. It's not, like, thicker. It's not like you're trying to suck custard. You're... There is just less oxygen for your suck. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely... This is definitely getting <laughs> yeah. an 18-rated episode. Not, I've not even said... I've not even swore yet, but, like, it's definitely getting there. The, um, but, yeah, the... The, the, oxi- the, <laughs> the rate of oxygen per suck is less. <laughs> Therefore... Yeah. You 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 do not get as much transferring through your body, like through your lungs and into like through your blood and into your lungs, and therefore uh, your body does not like that. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, because no. it's not any di- more difficult to breathe, so you just start to feel really lightheaded and then ill, and then sometimes you die. Yeah, like people die all the time trying to climb Everest. Rich white people that think they can do like a year's training and be fine. No. You did um you did fucking killy. How was that? Uh it was alright until the last thousand meters of climbing, then it was pretty grim. Yeah. Did you know? It's mad though. 
Sorry, what were you gonna ask? I was just like, did you not make sure and do like you know some workouts with an altitude mask on before you went? Fucking. That's the key thing that I forgot. No, you, I just like chilled out and drank beer. Um, <laughs> but like, what was really interesting is like the um, like some people got hit really hard within the first like after like two and a half thousand meters of ascent, mm-hmm. and then like me, like I think Kelly is like five thousand eight hundred or five thousand nine hundred meters. Um, and yeah, it was really after like 5,000 plus that I started feeling it. And then only the last 500, I was like dying. Whereas yeah. some people was like 2,000 meters before that. How would you sum up the the feeling of, I guess, oxygen privation, like oxygen starvation, but without like cardiovascular exertion? Um... Like how like I, feel, I, like I imagine it feels different to working out is is my point. Yeah. I mean I suppose it's the other one like any asthma sufferers out there and team asthma's checking in. Yeah. Um but it's like not when you're having an asthma attack, but when like you're like getting a bit wheezy, but it feels like you can't get enough oxygen in, even though you're fine. Like you're not currently working out, you're not your heart rate's not like 190. You're just like, I can't get enough oxygen in, except for two why? days. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but why? This is, um, this is where I'm always like, I don't know, because I'm like, I'm really used to that. Like, the, the kind of... Yeah. The, the, the ability to chill whilst that feeling is going on, because I know, like, oh, like, asthma's kicking up. Yeah. Versus... But it just means, yeah, you end up with, like, less energy... Um, which is then even worse when you're trying to climb a fucking mountain. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's like less, less energy and you can never like catch your breath back. Mm. Um, which, yeah, as you say, it's fine if you're just like chilling, as it were, or not having to do much. But if you're having to then perform in any capacity whilst doing that, that's See- tough. To, uh, to to also finish off the point, like because the mask just makes you better at sucking hilariously, uh, it doesn't actually improve your ability to convert oxygen at all. It it may no. it may improve your intake volume capacity, like your rate of oxygen intake by volume. Like you you can suck yeah. better, essentially. Your your lungs still get just as full. But yeah, your lungs still get just as full. Uh, and also they only convert at the same rate because you yeah. are a normal human living at close to sea level. Uh, um, if you're considering, like, I don't know, going and working out on top of a really high hill and then coming back down, that's also a dumb thing because that's the wrong way round. You need to go live up to the hill and then come down to work out. Because if you work out up the hill, you'll just not be able to perform. Yeah, like if those Sherpas Whereas... ever got bored of like hauling dead white people up Everest, like, and decided to come down and do like aerobic capacity stuff at sea level, oh my god, they would be. So or do rich. like those crazy ultras that are like a day long. Yeah, they... but at, at like sea level, they'd be yeah. like. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> I like I uh, I don't think it's very surprising that the Gurkha regiment has like a very high reputation for just like ridiculous being animals. Tabs. Yeah, just being yeah. ridiculously in shape, because the fuckers yeah. like live way up in the mountains and then come well, down it's... to normie sea level, and they're like, "Fuck yeah. these guys' problems!" Like this feels great. <laughs> when it was like um on fourteen peaks, is it fourteen peaks, twelve peaks? 
Bucky. Yeah, that, that show. Yeah, um, but the dude like who like is does that is he was special forces and I think he started in the Gurkha regiment. But like he was chatting about when he was a kid, like he had to do like I don't know what the distance was, but let's say five miles to and from a village, like every day up in the Nepalese mountains. Yeah. So funnily enough, when he comes to like military training, and they're like, "Yeah, you've got to run for ten miles," and he's like, "But at sea level." Yeah, right. Let's go. <laughs> Absolute rig, yeah. Like, uh, that's that's the kind of stuff you want. Like, if you have... It's even better if you have, you know, are, are several generations deep in your lineage yeah. of people who live in the mountains. Much like you get... Um, what was I watching? I saw some uh, thing about these folks that live off a coast somewhere. They live on, like, these kind of flotilla villages and they make all their money from, like, clam diving and stuff um but because everyone like generations of men in the village's profession has been hold your breath really long and dive really deep in the ocean unsurprisingly there are genetic predispositions to like very efficient oxygen use kicking about in the men of that village because we talked about it on the genetics episode where it's like choose better parents like yeah uh, not not too silly to see when people like professional athletes in almost any field more often or not more often than not but quite often have parents who were also professional athletes maybe not in the same yeah. sport but in some who's, sport who's the dude in the nfl who's like mom was a professional soccer player dad professional baseball grandfather professional football and, and you like grandmother something else professional sport you're like jesus wept yeah <laughs> Like it's not very, it's not really surprising when you're like, okay, yeah. goddamn, okay. Like it's not, it's not the only way, but like it, it's a big part. Um, yeah. Another interesting fact that um, is slightly counterintuitive, but just going back to talking about altitude sickness, um, is you're actually less likely to get altitude sickness if you're a smoker. Oh, for real? Yeah. How the fuck does that work? I don't know the actual physiology of that, but it, essentially your lungs are used to being shit. Oh, really? Fuck. Maybe, I think, maybe yeah. Team Asthma would have a way better time. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, that would be worth a wee. But yeah, this is it's like the, again, uh, National Library of Medicine banner, but um, it was in the BMG, which is the British Medical Journal, but it's a relationship of altitude motion sickness uh, and smoking. Um... So a bunch of people smoked, a bunch of people didn't. Oh, 74 smokers and 70 non-smokers. I love this question. Oh, no, sorry. 74 smokers, 158 non-smokers, and 78 ex-smokers. And essentially, smokers are less likely to get altitude sickness. Oh, boo. Can asthmatics go to high altitudes? I was going to be like, well, yeah, in planes. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't find anything on a very tertiary search. Um, I mean, the issue with asthma is maybe that's a fairly unethical. Um... <laughs> Let's just shove a bunch of asthmatics <laughs> at high altitude and watch them all nearly die. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have an asthma attack at high altitude, you might just die. <laughs> Speaking of breastwork techniques, uh, the the one that does actually spring to mind now that we were talking about it for a bit was the 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 classic like hands on knees breathing. Uh, oh yeah! Very much proves the most efficient recovery because you are like, 
your per your parallelness oh, wow. to the ground is taking yeah. like you're essentially using gravity to assist with chest expansion, which can big, big shout out to Martin Punter, off ex offensive lineman of the Edinburgh Wolves, for sending me that study. Yeah, Un unsurprisingly, anyone who's played a team sport in maybe about the nineties or below or like later, when your coach was like, "No, stand up, stand up," like you got to stand up and breathe like upright not as effective as having your hands yeah. on your knees and I, yeah i think that comes from like you don't want to look weak as it were of do you know what i mean like with hands on your knees look like you're dying but actually it is scientifically yeah, more effective it's scientifically so. more effective so you could also be better than your opposition by you know recovering an extra bit more than they do because you use mm. a scientifically superior breathing technique but you'll look weak so but, yeah, but you'll look like a bitch so <laughs> therefore you've already lost apparently gajin the uh. <laughs> so that is it um what else fucking people love nasal strips uh if you've got a fucked up nose i guess that's kind of cool maybe uh, on, on the half topic uh -huh. take your inhalers if you're asthmatic yeah take your inhalers that's peak breathing performance that is that probably the biggest one <laughs> for athletic performance <laughs> yeah uh take your inhalers if you're in a team asthma especially in the winter that that first hit of cold air right in the bottom of your lungs is gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, no strips. Fine. Like, they might open... Again, it might just be a thing of, like, assisting, like, by minimizing intake resistance or something. Like, yeah. you're probably not even talking a percentage point, so cool. Um, <clears throat> I think... Oh! I think the biggest, uh, the biggest breathing-associated thing for peak athletic performance will be if you are a heavier individual not even just uh with adipose tissue but also with muscle like regardless of how you yep. are if you are someone with a potentially thicker than average neck you might suffer from sleep apnea which will affect your sleep and that will decrease your athletic performance uh, significantly I've, yeah i've probably got another one that is probably the most influential on athletic performance oh yeah to do with breathe work and it was a tip from zoe i believe but it's like just before you're about to do your insert sport, lift, do your first squat, run your 100 meters, whatever it is, big breath in, and then a big breath out. Yeah. And it like settles you down. Yeah. The big exhale, and that will like kind of settle you down, get you ready to go. Yeah. Nothing to do with the actual oxygen intake and all to do with sports psychology. Very much a parasympathetic but, nervous system engagement yeah. technique of exhaling. But ironically, in this topic, it's probably the biggest thing breathing-wise you can do for your athletic performance. Yeah. <laughs> I've been talking to a few powerlifters about this because we've got some comps coming up, yeah. and I'm just like, everyone gets like hype, hype, hype as fuck. I'm like, you, it, it, unless you're, yeah, unless your technique is so dialed in that you can get hype and maintain technique, please stop. Because, yeah. like, you never see anyone place-kicking in the Rugby World Cup and going absolutely berserk and then just hoofing it no. through the gap. like. Or, like, you don't see Tiger Woods out on the tee just <laughs> fucking getting himself hyped before he's about to bomb a drive. Yeah, exactly. It's calm, cool, and collected. Because technique, yeah. like, you, you can't... You, you need Your arousal level will skew if your technique. And if you fuck up your technique, you're not performing at your utmost. Are, are the key words for this podcast sucking and arousal level is oh that... yeah has to be has to be i'll put them in the i'll put it in the uh the tags. yeah along with um, boats, boats and logs which goes in yeah. every, every episode everything yeah. um 
Yeah, yeah, I've started adding that in as well for um, mountain biking because, funnily enough, when you're about to throw yourself down a hill, it's quite easy to get too hyped up and then you get too amped up and you can't perform. Yeah, you need to be pretty chilled to make sure you yeah. take the corners correctly, otherwise you end up in a tree. Yeah. Or, actually, to be fair, what I did last, I just uh, cut the corner and went fully off-road and then uh, ended up at the bottom. <laughs> nice. Hmm. Not sure that counts for the speed, but sure. No. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. And yep. We will see you guys in the next one.